0: Pionira, the future is now. Tune in for alternative ways of world-making.
1: Brought to you by two young architects, curious for the world and
2: beyond. Today in Pionira, a small town of art and a stone of ελάτη und
0: Das war Griechisch. Heute mit einer Insel voller Kunst und Natur, einem Holzbau aus Douglasie und einer Designerin, die darin ein Ort für Kinder geschaffen hat.
1: Hallo Charlotte. Hallo Lena. Meine Güte, ich kann kaum glauben, dass wir jetzt schon am Ende unserer Deutschland- und Österreich-Interviews sind. Schön, dass Hombruch heute den Abschluss macht. Und danach auf
0: zu neuen Ufern. Ich bin schon gespannt, was als nächstes kommt und welches Land wir als nächstes erkunden werden. Natürlich haben wir ja jetzt nur Teile von Deutschland abdecken können und es gibt bestimmt viele weitere spannende Projekte, die mit der Zeit vielleicht ja noch dazukommen. Wenn du noch ein Projekt kennst, welches wir mit Pionierer besuchen und porträtieren könnten, dann schreib uns doch einfach eine E-Mail oder auch bei
1: Instagram. Jetzt aber zu Hombräuch. Als ich letztes Jahr das erste Mal das Museum Hombräuch besucht habe, konnte ich hinter den wilden Pflanzen ein wunderschönes Holzhaus erkennen. Sofort bin ich natürlich neugierig geworden, was sich dahinter verbirgt und so kam es dazu, dass wir diesen Ort genauer recherchiert haben. Es war einfach so wunderschön dort, dass ich am liebsten sofort wieder hinfahren möchte. Bei unserem Besuch haben wir diesmal ja gar nicht das Museum erkundet, sondern die Kinderinsel am Rande des Geländes. Die Kinderinsel, unweit von Köln, ist eine besondere
0: Kindertagesstätte, basierend auf dem Konzept und der Gestaltung von Patricia Hepp und ihrem Mann Oliver Kruse. Mit Patricia Hepp haben wir gesprochen, Und dank ihr einen sehr persönlichen und feinfühligen Einblick in das Projekt
1: Kinderinsel Hamburg bekommen. Zwischen Gräsern und hohen Bäumen steht das Holzhaus, komplett aus Douglasie erbaut. Auch im Garten liegt nur hölzernes Spielzeug. Das pädagogische Konzept des Kindergartens beruht auf dem Leitmotiv der Insel. Kunst parallel zur Natur und setzt sich aus verschiedenen pädagogischen Schulen zusammen. Das erklärt Patricia auch nochmal genauer. Die sozial-künstlerische
0: und musische Erziehung der Kinder stehen im Mittelpunkt und wird auch durch die Architektur gefördert. Hohe, offene Räume und eine gemeinsame Küche, wo die Kinder zusammen essen können, prägen das Herz des Hauses. Drumherum gibt es viel Platz, um mit eingeladenen KünstlerInnen zu malen, zu basteln oder
1: zu musizieren. Dieses Projekt ist für uns ein Pionier der Bildung. Das Zusammenspiel von Architektur und außergewöhnlichem pädagogischen Konzept macht es so besonders und natürlich die Lage so mitten in der Natur. Wenn hier bisher auch nur wenige Kinder Platz finden können, sehen wir darin Vorbildcharakter und würden uns wünschen, dass es in Zukunft noch viel mehr solcher besonderen Orte geben kann. Es lohnt sich auf jeden Fall, der Insel einen Besuch abzustatten. Das Gelände ist besonders
0: und einzigartig in seiner Art, Und es ist sehr ungewöhnlich, einen stadtnahen Ort
1: zu finden, an dem man so zur Ruhe kommen kann. Es hat uns großen Spaß gemacht, von Patricia mehr über die Kinderinsel zu lernen, und wir hoffen, auch euch gefällt das Gespräch.
0: Nun wünschen wir euch viel Spaß beim Zuhören.
1: Viel Spaß.
2: I'm I'm a designer. Originally trained in graphic design and my chosen field of design is everything what is around yourself your personality and your body so it starts with the textile layer and then it goes on in into the space around so everything what you touch is part of the design and the design concept. And this is only a thought concept to approach the design world around us. So this is <laughs> merrily to describe what I do. I'm teaching and um, I'm also working as designer, as graphic designer, working with artists and um, for art institutions, mainly making catalogs, corporate identities and um, yeah, concepts. And I'm a mother of three daughters, so... <laughs>
0: Do you remember a particular place that was important for your understanding of the synthesis
2: of architecture and nature? Um, do I remember a particular place, which is this place? Museum Insel Holmbräuch is, is such a place where architecture and nature are in a dialogue and where you can um, experience art uh, in, in the different buildings that are like walkable sculptures. And when you step out of this building, you experience art.
0: And what do you think is the role of a designer today? Uh, Are there certain responsibilities?
2: The roles of designers, yeah. I, I think we have a responsibility to think about our living circumstances how we live and how we can live in future and how we can create a future with all the aspects that are important to respect nature to respect um, a diversity of people and not only human centrism but also to respect that we are only a part of a whole organism
0: you just said that you're a teacher as well did your practice change within the last years regarding today's circumstances?
2: Absolutely. That's that's one of my main topics always to um to support the thoughts about change and yeah, to support thinking about change management and so how to change our life in a more yeah in a more vivid um, but respectful life with each other.
0: And when was the first time that you came here to Mm Hombroich?
2: Do you remember? Yes, sure. I remember it was in 1995 and I met my husband in England and then he he was already involved certainly in, in this whole um, project and then he brought me here and it was like stepping into a wonder, <laughs> into a true paradise. Um, very surprising, very astonishing and very um, fascinating. <laughs> And what is the background of this island?
0: Could you describe it to us and its various components?
2: Yes. Wow. This is a big question and uh, I don't know if I can describe it to you completely. I'm like like a spectator and I can describe it from my side position. This is a place where art and nature come into a dialogue. And this is a place where you can find yourself. And where you can find um, basics of of our human nature, and why um, creating is why why people or why humans create things. so the the origin of of creating. And then you see you see nature which is certainly cultivated in a way here, but it is pure and it, is, um, it has its, its own impact. And then at the same time, you see ideas or objects, paintings that humans created. And this comes into a dialogue. And this gives, when you are aware, a lot of answers to yourself. So it is, it is a very good place to experience.
0: How did the notion of founding a kindergarten come to your mind?
2: (laughs) Certainly it started with having our first child, which is the eldest of our three daughters. And when she came to birth, we thought about a place for children, for shorter people, and how this phase of living can um, be expanded and be respected and how they can in their early life experience certain values we we thought that are important like um, nature, art, music, uh, culture. So that's, that's why we thought about a house for children. And then my husband, Oliver Kruse, designed a house for children with different measurements for younger, shorter people. Yeah, And inside and outside, like um, like a chest that breathes in and breathes out so that you um, can experience the outside, the outer world, but also the inner world, your own um, Private world. This was a heart-shaped building with a terrace all around and a wide roof that um, was like um, saving you from rain and and the weather. And this building was exhibited in Frankfurt in an exhibition about the architecture of Hombrich and a new project of Hombrich, which is called Raumort Labor, which was planned in the fields between this Insel Hombrich and uh, the Raketenstation which is about living and working, um, um, an utopic idea of a new place to live. In this exhibition, there was a lady who saw this building, this heart-shaped house for children. And she um, wrote a letter to us that this could be a kindergarten. And by that time, we didn't think about Kindergarten or institutions at all because we had a baby and uh, she was too young to think about things like this. And then, um, yeah, we started to contact this lady and worked on a, on a concept together. Um, her name was Mrs. Otterspeer, Frau Otterspeer. She was very influenced by anthroposophic ideas. And, um, yeah, together with her, we developed a concept for a new kindergarten, which is influenced by certain pedagogic lines of that time, which was with Waldkindergarten, so nature nurseries, which was influenced by anthroposophic ideas, but also um, by Reggio Emilia or Reggio pedagogic ideas, which included artists into a kindergarten and invites to, uh, the artists to work with the children. So, this was mainly the origin. <laughs> How would you describe
0: the relationship between artists, children, and the museum here in Hombroich? What is the potential
2: mm-hmm. of this coexistence? So, there are artists coming to work with the children um, in projects, in in creative projects, so as musicians, but also as artists like like sculpture or things like that. And then there is this space, this atmosphere of uh, um, of the museum in Sohomboich, which is visited every week by the children from their position um they they go out in the park and and visit the whole place they grow up and they live with um with the art of this park and nature and art is one message or one origin so they met artists who were working here in in Zehlendorf like Anatol Herzfeld or the artists from the Raketenstation who have their studios up there on the website of Kinderinsel Hamburg, one can read, the architecture
0: plays an important role in the educational concept. Under the motto, Art parallel to nature, an educational direction has been developed, especially for the site, which now functions as a model project for early childhood education. What makes the architecture of this special environment so special? Or why is
2: the architecture playing such an important role? Mm. Yeah, It is not only who you are and what people you come in touch with but it is also so important in what surrounding you are so it is the surrounding that counts and the atmosphere you are educated in counts a lot we learn from regio from the regio pedagogic that um, the space is the third educator um, of children how does the architecture feed off the environment it is positioned in a beautiful landscape, re piece of nature, <laughs> which is brought back to its original shape and form, where plants and trees and animals live that have no place anymore outside in a, in a, a cultivated natural surrounding. And the children uh, or the kindergarten benefits a lot from this surrounding. And they take walks here and experience this surrounding, which is, as I said, like a paradise, like a wonder, which doesn't exist anymore in normal life. Certainly not in in the city. In in the big cities, uh, children um, hardly come in touch with with plants, (laughs) with trees or with animals at all.
0: And could you describe to us how the initial concept of the kindergarten, the house itself, was developed?
2: How did you choose the materials? The kindergarten is built with wood um, and it's entirely the same wood, either the furniture as well as the walls. It is made of douglasi, uh, which is a very weather-stable uh, material and it is n- not treated by any varnish but it is the material in itself in its natural um, appearance so the wood gives a very warm and um, embracing feeling to the children and a warm atmosphere and it can become old um, and 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 um, enriched by its history so in a principle of uh, of the Japanese tradition of the wabi-sabi concept that um, material tells the story of its being or of its appearance.
0: What are you most grateful in your life?
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to live. (laughs) (laughs) To live and to be part of the big garden um, where... All the loving people I met uh, are like part of this garden.
0: (laughs) Imagine it's the last day of your life and everything you have ever created is gone. You are given a pen and a paper and you can write down three wisdoms or any advice to pass on. What would you put on the paper?
2: <laughs> what a question! I haven't come across this question yet, so um, I haven't thought about it. I read George Louis Burgess in his last letter for, for the people and I very much liked this phrase of um, um, try to forget your umbrella when you go out of your house. <laughs> so um, be prepared for the wonder, for, for the surprise this um, this world can offer you.
0: At the end of our interviews we always ask our interview partner two questions. Mm-hmm. The first one is, imagine a borderless school for a future generation. Which classes or courses would you offer
2: or which knowledge would you like to pass on? Mm-hmm. We uh, planned a school in sequence of the kindergarten we wanted to found a um, primary school and always thought about further education so um, we already have concepts in our drawers <laughs> about a school which um, leads on yeah, the treasure of um, being in nature, being in contact with art um, being, being creative yourself um, and yeah being with animals and within a respectful surrounding where everybody has its place
0: if you close your eyes could Mm. you describe the sensation to us when walking onto the grounds of Homburg
2: (laughs) with this question another nice um, experience pops pops up in my mind Every year we invite um, a musician, Theo Nabicht, from Berlin, to work with the children for one week just about listening, not only listening to music, but about listening to nature, to the grass, to the leaves, to, to um, the little animals, or what, what would be the words of the fish you see in floating in the erved. And he once... Initiated um, a silent concert um, or a blind concert, where um, the children take the grown-ups with closed eyes or with a band over um, their eyes, um, so they couldn't see, on a walk over in the park of Hombroich. So I was experiencing this with a um, little girl on my hand, and I didn't know her. I just knew uh, she's a girl from the kindergarten, but I didn't know her closer. And she took me around here and and told me now maybe some uh, there would be a step or maybe there are some stones. So she gave me some instructions about about this, the way, but um, mainly to experience this place and on, on the hand. Of a little child was. Very moving.
0: Falls ihr weitere Themenvorschläge oder auch Anregungen habt, könnt ihr uns gerne äh, unter dem Podcast-Post bei Instagram at schreiben oder meldet euch auch gerne per E-Mail an hello at Wir freuen uns sehr über Austausch und Feedback und sind Ja, generell total gespannt, was ihr zu unserem Podcast sagt. Alle gesammelten Projekte von uns könnt ihr sonst auch nochmal auf unserer Webseite nachschauen auf www.pioniererproject.com. Vielen Dank fürs Zuhören und bis bald. Bis bald. Ciao.